Welcome to Set for Life with Pastor Ray Jensen. You can find us at setforliferadio.com. Romans 10.9 says that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. So let's listen from God's Word, verse by verse, on how we can prepare for the coming of the Lord and Messiah Jesus, who died on the cross, so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life if you give your heart and believe what He's done for you. You'll be set for life with the treasure stored up in heaven when you're through. You'll be set for life. Be I really don't know if we can afford it this time. I basically said again, okay, God, if this is going to happen, you're going to have to make it happen. This because is the same thing you did it, on the first it, one. It, exactly, exactly. So it's like we're just, yeah. we're just, you know, we're playing tennis here, you know, and I, I you know, serve and now Table she, flipped again. Exactly, yeah. she's yeah. serving it back to me, and yeah. and so I went there and I said, okay, if if that is our daughter, God will have to make this happen. And so as Courtney started this story with Lynn. What normally takes anywhere from nine to 11 months to complete was immediately fast-tracked in three months. Yeah, so Josh Josh came to me and said, you know, I've weighed everything out, and um, I've, I've decided that, you know, I don't think I can afford another child, like, to pay for college and to do all of these things. And um, he said, but finally I decided that I can't stand before God at the end of the day and say that I said no to adopting this child just because I thought I couldn't afford it. That, And he realized he had been convicted that the, he hadn't been putting his trust in the Lord, that the Lord exactly. would take care of, exactly. of us. And so he, he, so he came to me and told me that. And so I said, okay, well, then we're going to – we'll start the process. And so we did. And normally the process is 10 to 11 months. With, with, this, with this daughter, it – in three months I was there. She was in country in three months. I was in country in three months to pick her up. Which now means no fundraising at all. We had no time. Yeah. And – that was a tremendous leap of faith. The folks were still trying to help us as they as they could and as the Lord laid on their hearts, but we there was no way that you could uh, fundraise for something. But this was a bigger leap than any of the ones you'd done before. Absolutely, yeah. and, uh, and he- heavier levels than you'd been than what you'd been through. Yes, because yeah. of the expense. You know, the expense doesn't change. In fact, it only always gets more and more probably yeah and uh and we we just we had to figure something out and very quickly yeah and so so within 3 months um I was there and um they brought her to me and she had a lot more medical issues than what we were told mainly due to uh the environment that she was in um, was not good. Um, in fact, when I got her to the states, she didn't. Okay, she did not have any muscle tone. She could not walk. She had zero imagination. I handed her a pencil and I drew a circle on a piece of paper and then I handed it to her and she just stared at me like she had no idea how to even hold a pencil. 
she was just a shell of a child. She was and, seven at the time. Yes, and she was seven years old. So when I got to the States, I took her to the doctor, and the doctor said she would have been dead if she had been there another month. There's your fast track. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And the thing is, is if we had not just gone the year before for Elizabeth, there was no way it would have been fast-tracked. Sure. But because I had, we had gone for Elizabeth the year before, they had all of our stuff still in the system, and it, it just allowed the fast-track. So there were people that were just blown away that we had gotten there so fast. Um, she didn't have the ability to digest food. They were starving her. It was it was a very, very bad situation. And so long story short, she is a miracle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Even according to the doctors. We have taken her to several doctors, nine, no, sorry, 12 neurologists, all kinds of different doctors. And, and they have pretty much decided that she uh, is an abortion survivor and she has 18% of her brain is alive. The rest is atrophied. And they say that she should be in a vegetative state, but she's not. She speaks two languages. Wow. She is learning how to read and learning how to write. Um, she has an imagination. She She's brilliant. I mean, just her, and she's hilarious. She, her one-liners just have us in stitches um, all the time. We're laughing at it just all so the time. So she's witty. She is oh, big very, time. very e- Even in China. <laughs> now, I wasn't there. These are the stories from, from Courtney. But even in China, her first really statement to the, to the translator was, what is my American name? Yeah. She no longer wanted to be called by her Chinese name. She, she kept saying Lin Megua, which is Lin American. Yeah, and and I would call her uh, beautiful, and I would sing it, beautiful, she's so beautiful, and so she would repeat what I said, and so all through the streets, all through the hotel, she at the top of her lungs, she would be announcing to everyone how beautiful she was, and it, she just, I mean, was. Oh, she's just so precious. And regardless of the song, she's going to sing it whether she knows it or not. So you talk about yeah. a joyful noise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, but I have to say, so with all of her shortcomings, physical shortcomings, I should say, I prayed and I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. I mean, she's been home for five years, six years, mm-hmm. six years now. I have spent many hours pacing back and forth and just praying and asking the Lord for her salvation, but that that he would grant her, you know, a pass, you know, because I, I was like, I don't think mentally she could not grasp the idea of Jesus and God and what he did on the cross for us, and and she could not grasp that. Now, we would have family prayer times in the evening, and she would, she'd pray. She would pray to God, and she would copy and mimic everything that we were doing. But there was a disconnect. There. Yeah, she, she knew you, God, but she did not understand or know God. Yeah, and so I prayed and I prayed and I prayed, and and um, I mean we we all did. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not taking all the credit here, but but as a mother, I just you know I thought, okay, my other children, 
know the Lord. You know, I, I know that there are exceptions here and there. I just, Lord, just please know my heart, you know, surely. And you know what, Ray? I gave up. I gave up. I stopped praying that prayer about a year ago. And I just kind of wallowed in my misery and just, uh, I mean, I had, I still had that little glimmer of hope, but I kind of felt like the kid at the checkout line in the grocery store where you ask for your, your parent for something repeatedly and then they get angry with you. Not that God was angry with me, but I didn't want to annoy him anymore. Right. You know? Yeah. And so, so with that said, one day um, we were all, everything happens when dad's at work, but we were... We were sitting at the table, and I just didn't hear a voice, but I I just felt like the Lord was impressing upon me that I needed to revisit with her, um, you know, hey, what what do you – who is God, Uh, and who is Jesus? And you know what? She burst into tears. I mean burst into tears. This little precious – this little precious girl just – burst into tears, and she said, I am a terrible person. I need Jesus. Same thing Elizabeth said. Yeah. Yeah. She said, I, sometimes I lie to you, and sometimes I'm not very nice to my, my brothers and my sisters, and, and I don't like that side of me, and and I I can't fix it, but I know that Jesus died on the cross, and when he died on the cross, he took away my sin, and I want to give it to him. And I just, I don't want my heart to be black. I want it to be light. I want light in my heart. This child who did not have the mental capacity or ability to understand who God was or connect any of those dots. Or a pencil. Or couldn't write with a pencil. Exactly. She knew this. Completely I'm not even joking. I literally watched the Holy Spirit illuminate godly wisdom and understanding to my daughter. Her eyes were opened and those scales fell off. And she she made the announcement because we, we talked and she prayed. She led herself. And I didn't give her any coaching. She I said, knew. All you need to do is you need to say what you just said to God. And she sure. just prayed and and thank I videoed it. It was just the most beautiful thing. Wow. And then when she got done, she said, Hey everybody, I'm getting baptized on Sunday. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, Well, we need to kind of, you know, ask the pastor if that's if it's available, you know, anyway. Wow. So the baptismal oh, yeah. was ready on Sunday oh, yeah. and that child got dunked. And you know what? Um we handed her the microphone in that baptismal. Now, she also is visually impaired. She walks around with a cane. Her processing time is slow. So even with the cane, if the cane bumps the, the curb, her processing time is so slow that it doesn't do any good. She's still going to hit the curb with her foot. But when we handed her that microphone, she burst into tears. And she said, I want everyone to know that I love Jesus and I've given my life to him, and he's made me new. And she wow. said, let's do it, Dad. Yep. <laughs> I was like a mic drop. I was like, all right, let's do this. That is the ultimate mic drop of all mic drops if I've ever heard one. Wow, yeah. what a fantastic story. And, okay, those of you listening here, 
if you ain't got it by now, man, I almost don't know what to tell you, except I'm going to give you some more Bible. Romans 10, 9. This is what this girl did. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Will be. It's a promise. Now, remember, we already talked about promises in this story, that when God says he's going to do something, he fulfills it. So when he says you do that and you'll be saved, you will be. And, guys, this is not a matter of maturity. It's not a matter of age. It's not about intellect. It's not about my great, wonderful experience and all the understanding that I have achieved and my degrees and my my self-accomplishments. And it has nothing to do with that. It is completely separated from us because it is a work that Christ did on the cross for us. We didn't do it, but he draws us and he can draw anybody. He can draw whether you're old or young. It doesn't matter. You heard the story, guys. He can draw. And what I loved about this story from her, she no longer wanted her old name. She she didn't want her old name anymore. She wanted her new name. She was ready for her new life. She was done with the old one. Friends, I got to ask you, are you done with your old life? You're tired of it. You can't take this anymore. I say, if you're tired of your life, give it to Jesus. He'll give you another one. And that's what you need to do right now. Josh and Courtney, my gosh, you know... My friends on Set for Life Radio, they always hear me give the gospel message, and they know what I'm going to say because they know how I always say it. Can you tell people, whoever's listening, how to be saved? You know, one of the times that we were in China, we went to a museum, and they had this big display about the history the history of China, and there was this, this one exhibit that had it had uh, the history where when Buddhism started in China and the the lady that was with us said you know you know Buddhism you know where when you die if your good outweighs the bad then you get to go to heaven you know you know kind of like what Christians believe and I 51% said 51% good you're in right yeah <laughs> okay. yeah and, and she and she said and it's just like what Christians believe and I went wait a second um Christians don't believe that Christians believe that Jesus Christ died for us, that God became flesh and died for us so that we could be made right with him and we could live with him forever. All we have to do is accept that gift. And then, and she said, well, then why are you here? And I, I said, what do you mean? Why am I here? And she said, why are you here adopting? Isn't that why you're adopting so that you can get into heaven? You're doing something good so that you can get into heaven. And I said, no, 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 no. We do because we're thankful. We are thankful for what God has done for us. And so therefore, we are obedient to him. And he tells us, in this case, where our children are so that we can have a more full life. But that's not what saves us. Being obedient to God and, and giving everything we have to him 
and laying it all at the foot of the cross and accepting and giving ourselves up, getting rid of our old self and, and, and focusing on him and, and saying, I will follow you for the rest of my life. That is what matters. It's, it's about full submission. Everybody wants a savior, right? Everybody wants to be saved. But very few want to submit to Christ as their Savior and their Lord, because as Lord, He's the master over you, and nobody wants that. I still want to do what I want to do on my terms, not on anybody else's. I'm a slave to no one. And the fact of the matter is, is you're either a slave to sin or you're a slave to Him. Either way, you're a slave. Do loss. You're a bondservant. Yeah, the question is, is, is who are you going to serve? You know, just as Joshua said, choose this day whom you will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And so uh, that's what it's about. It's about full submission. It's about letting go and saying, you know what? I can't do this. And God's going, yep, you're right. But I know someone who can. And it's just a matter of, of letting him do it. Now, I know a lot of the listeners out there, they've heard our story. And our story, I'm not going to lie, it's pretty extraordinary. I, even sitting here this evening and, and listening to it all over again and having lived it, it's like, wow, man, that's, that's pretty spectacular. But I, I want the listeners to know and understand, look, we're, we're not special people, okay? We're, there's nothing special about us. Yes, this story is extraordinary, but I'll be honest with, my, with you guys speaking for myself is that I've got a lot more losses chalked up than I do wins. But the beauty part is is that God is patient with me, and I'm so thankful for that. Because, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm still, uh, you know, a blockhead. You know, I'm still, still pretty slow sometimes and, uh, and such. So don't think that, that the story that you're hearing is this perfect little life of ours. It's, it's not. It's not. We, we, still, we still fall short. But the fact of the matter is we've submitted to Christ as our Lord and Savior. And, and we do everything we can to, to serve him and not ourselves. Yeah, and it comes down to repentance. That's you repent, you you realize that you are a sinner. And sin is an archery term. It's used in archery. So if you shoot an arrow and you miss the bullseye, you miss the mark, that means you have sinned. That's and the we, definition of sin, you miss the mark. Yeah, and so we have all missed the mark. We are not perfect. We cannot come to a holy God in an imperfect state. And so he provided a way for us to be covered by the blood, the perfect blood of his son. Not by 51%. No, by 100%. Not your own 100%. Right. The 100% of Christ. Right. That's right, because, you know, we, you hear folks all the time, well, I'm a good person. Well, that don't mean anything. Well, what, no. what makes you good? Well, I drive the speed limit and I pay my taxes, <laughs> right? It's like, well, okay, well, okay, well, then my next question is, well, how good is good enough? What's yeah. the measurement here? Yeah. And the measurement's Christ, and we will never meet that. Yeah, so that's when we need to give up ourselves and repent and acknowledge to God and to ourselves that we are sinners, that we don't, we are not perfect and we miss the mark. Then we believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and we commit to following him for the rest of our lives. And that is when true freedom comes. 
And the change. Like the one daughter that's no longer the same anymore gets transformed. I've been crucified and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. And friends, uh, you know, there's so many gospel parallels in here, and we could probably do another dozen podcasts and still have more to say. (laughs) But you heard their story. And now's the time for you to make your decision. You have been fighting God. You've been shaking your fist at him. You've been getting mad at him. But I want you to know he can take it. He's not done with you. He didn't give up on you. Josh and Courtney, they went through, they took their licks, but they said we could take it. And they said the reason we took it is because we're patient, because we love them. Friends, God is patient with you. You know you've shaken your fist at him. You know you've insulted him. You know you've been very bad, but he can take it. Problem is, you can't. You need to give your life to the Lord. Now, you're talking about a lot of air flights in this story. I Every time I make an uh, air flight, when I buy a ticket, I get online. I know where my destination is going to be. So I say, here's where I want to go on the website. I know how I'm going to pay it. I know my payment information is that Visa card. And I enter the payment information. Now, if I filled all that out and just walked away from the computer, when I get to the airport, they're not going to have a seat for me because there's still one more button at the bottom of the page that you have to hit before all of that information goes through. You may know where you're going and you may know your payment information, but you have to hit one more button and that button is called submit. Some of you out there, you say, well, I know where I'm going. I'm going to heaven. You know, your payment information. Well, Christ died on the cross, but you haven't hit the submit button yet. I ask that you hit the submit button today. And let him take over and do all the things that you cannot do. Turn it over to the Lord. Say, Lord, I got this big thing. You heard Josh and Courtney both say today, we got this big, all this stuff going on, and we don't know how to deal with it. Lord, you're going to have to take over. And that's all we're trying to say today is let the Lord take over. Here's how you do it. Follow me in prayer. Father God, I have sinned bad. I have rejected you. I have stood off away when you wanted to give me hugs. I have said no to you and didn't want to go with you. But now I realize how patient you've been with me all because you love me. And I'm sorry, Lord, I haven't been good to you. And I need you to forgive me. I turn it all over to you now because I can't do this anymore. I don't want my American slash earthly name anymore. I want to be known by who you say I am, a child of God. Thank you for coming to adopt me. I give you my life in Jesus' name. Amen. Courtney and Josh, if somebody said that prayer, do you think they're saved? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Good stuff. Thank you for being here with us today on Set for Life. I'm so glad to have you. I think a lot of people are going to be changed. And thank you for bearing your lives out for the benefit of others. Thank I appreciate you. it. Thank you for providing the platform for us to share our story. Let's yeah. do it again. Thank you for inviting us. You are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you so that you can be set for life. Whoa. <laughs>
you for listening to Set for Life. We hope you can join us next time, unless Jesus returns for us first. Set for Life is the radio ministry of Pastor Ray Jensen. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast at setforliferadio.com. Hi, this is Ray Jensen. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to encourage you in God's Word. If the Bible doesn't excite you, then you're not reading it. I want you to remember that you are not worthless. You are priceless. Messiah Jesus died on the cross to redeem you so that you can be set for life. You'll be set for life.